Hello and welcome to the Chatter Cave podcast, mm -hmm. where usually we talk random crap and just yabber on for a while. But on occasion we do do yeah. movie reviews, like the good old days. Mm -hmm. And it felt right going to a movie with such history. Yeah. Uh, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, I am your usual host, Ranking Thomas Hughes. I am joined by uh, Fat Lara Studios' chief CEO, would you say? Boss. Boss. Boss bitch. Boss bitch. Yes. Hayden uh, Roberts, a.k.a. Lickalette. Hey. Um, it would feel wrong not doing this franchise with you, yeah. just because our shared love and interest in said topic. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to talk about today and review is Jurassic Park, the original movie from 1993, mm -hmm. directed by Steven Spielberg. And it's such an iconic movie. That it's got so many iconic shots, mm. it's easily quotable, and it's a very memorable film. Definitely. From your childhood. Uh, <laughs> okay, it does have issues, CGI mainly, but you can yeah. let it slide. It's early 90s. You're not going to expect a fucking like, Avatar, are you, really? Mm. Uh, but obviously, it's very noticeable when it does happen, but uh, we don't give a shit. Let us slide. Early 90s. Anything from between, like, before 2000, you can let mm. slide in terms of CGI, because, you know, CGI wasn't top-notch at that point in there. For its time, it was... Yeah, for its, for its time, it was probably like the, the peak of CGI mm. for its time. But obviously, when you look at it now, when you especially when you look at the newer Jurassic Park films, Jurassic World, mm. and you look at it in comparison, you're just like, damn, the CGI is terrible here. Mm. And then you look at those, and you're like, damn, the CGI is great in this one. But I give credit for the fact that I try... Most mm. of the film to use animatronics yeah. over the choice of digital because animatronics, I love mm -hmm. animatronics in movies, especially when the fact that they made actual fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. That is just like pure enjoyment. Like, the actual animatronics themselves are the more realistic. Yeah. Like, the animatronics are more realistic than the actual CGI of the newer films, I think. Because obviously you've got the you got animatronics uh, T Rex, you've got mm. the animatronic uh, Raptors. Raptor, mm. uh, Dilophosaur. Mm -hmm. uh, Triceratop but obviously everything else is more CG so obviously mm -hmm. you're uh, well those are your main dinosaurs other than the uh, Gallimimus mm -hmm. that's the only other real species of dinosaur in this film isn't it? Yeah we see little hints of you other see hints of other like possible species which get actually utilised in future instalments mm -hmm. but for this one you get six dinosaurs all of them have CGI counterparts uh, sorry seven actually Brachiosaur ignore mm -hmm. me Oh, Parasaurolophus, but they're like a long shot yeah, out, so you don't get a... I'm up to eight now, aren't I? Mm -hmm. I think eight I think eight is the number I'm going with here. Um, and they're, obviously the only ones who don't have animatronic camp parts is the Parasaurolophus, because it's just from one shot. Mm -hmm. And obviously the... Uh... Gallimimus, sorry. Mm. My mind is fucking... My mind trying to spell it out. that whole thing is that... Like, really... Yeah, because I think that'd be way too difficult. Especially for this... Time era, I think mm -hmm. that'd be way too difficult to try and make physical versions to do that. Speed. I mean, they they do utilize the raptors in speed scenes, but not mm. the level of speed that the Gallimimus runs at. Because I mean, they're fast they're motherfuckers. More like they are, yeah, they they are fast motherfuckers, them are. Mm. But I feel like we can't really talk about this film without first touching upon the score by fucking John Williams. Beautiful. I mean. You can't talk about Steven Spielberg movies mm. without a John Williams score. E.T., um, Indiana Jones, 
Jaws, for fuck's mm-hmm. sake. I mean, when we did that fucking Jack Awards, we gave Jaws the win on that one because mm-hmm. John Williams has such a great score. I mean, he doesn't even just do fucking Spielberg movies. Star yeah. Wars, for fuck's sake. That was uh, George Lucas. Mm-hmm. And again, Lucas is a friend of Spielberg. Um, but his, his fucking music is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so well-timed in moments. So, like, uh, the door scene... When the obviously the, the welcome trust part door opens, mm-hmm. it's just instantly into it, and um, the end of the movie when it's more somber needed, it's the yeah. more somber take on it. But when it like the first shot when you in the helicopter and it kicks in, it's like mm-hmm. obviously it builds up and builds up and it's like dun dun, it goes fully for it, and it's just like that is so well done. Mm-hmm. Even the bits of out the the classic JP theme, uh, just the normal things, it sounds really good. You got the the scene when they're like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to see how this is all done mm-hmm. in the Jeeps. The fucking badass, like, do 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 sort of music hits. Um, just the, the, the other tense music when the raptors are attacking. Mm. It, it's just so well timed, a lot of the music is. But of course, the main theme is the most iconic piece of music oh, yeah. you can find. It's John Williams for you. He makes so many mm. iconic tunes. I love how, because I was in the actual theme itself is really long. They use different different parts, different portions of it. Yeah, certain parts of the theme is like more different. There's more, the more slower, somber version at the end. There's a much more quieter, more yeah. subtle version. Then there's the big that build up to that yeah. scene as well. Is it do 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 do? It's just fucking so good. Mm. Um, I lo- I love the cast of the movie as well. The cast of oh, this yeah. movie is so perfectly done. Obviously, you've got Sam Neill, uh, does a obviously great job as the main protagonist mm-hmm. in, in from Alan. Um, obviously, you've got uh, Laura Dern as Ellie. She has that mm. more uh, adventure side uh, to the character. Whereas obviously, Alan's more of like, this by-the-book sort of guy. Mm-hmm. She's more of this very adventurous character for the fact that she doesn't mind getting stuck in. I mean, you see her put mm. her fist straight through shit to try and figure out what's wrong with Triceratops, for fuck's sake. Um... <laughs> Obviously, you got. I'm gonna build up to him if I like. Uh, obviously, you got uh, uh, Richard Attenborough, not David mm-hmm. Attenborough. Uh, you got the obviously the late uh, Richard Attenborough playing uh, obviously the main mm-hmm. Honcho, uh, John. John Hammond, a Scottish guy, uh, and he does a good job of being this. Obviously, someone who's trying to be sympathetic, but at the same time, just wants yeah. to see his park run. Like he's like. Oh, we can't do that because it's gonna fuck. No, mm. we can't. He's trying at every corner to try and get the better of his keep situation mm. to keep his park, his dream alive. Mm. Um, obviously, then we have uh, two kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Tim and Lexi. I don't know their names off the top of my head from the actual actors. Um, I just remember Tim was in fucking GI Joe Two, mm. and Lexi was in Tremors, like the year prior to this. I think it was. Mm. Um. Obviously, they have their moments. Obviously, Tim's the more... He's the fanboy of Alan. He's always following yeah. him around. He's like, hey, 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 hey. And Lex is just more this kind of quiet, nerdy type character, mm. which is weird because in the book... Yes, I have read the book. I listened to the audio book. I listened to the audio book. Lexi is more of a sporty character. Mm. And she's a bit of a bitch. Not going to lie. She, like, she's such a bitch towards uh, Tim. Mm. Like, you're just like, really? Yeah, the level shit deserves that. Hmm. <clears throat> He's the same basic type character in the mm. book. He's basically this, obviously really like, excited about dinosaurs. Big fan of Alan. Mm. Whereas she's completely different. 
Obviously, then you've got uh, Sam Jackson's character. Uh, Hold on to Dr. your Dr. Arnold. <laughs> Uh, lashing at his cl- classic uh, hold on to your butt line before mm. you use it in every other thing going forward um, obviously he has such a minor role for such a big star I mean he's probably mm. got to be the big, one of the biggest stars in the movie especially when you look at the cast now in terms of what they've done he's got to be like the biggest oh, yeah, definitely. name and yet he has such a minor role it's like what um, you also got Nedry I don't remember the actor's name for that as well mm. uh, obviously uh, I snap them real quick and move that. I actually have Nedry. Oh my god, it's a duck. As a duck. Uh, that's a birthday present. No, it wasn't. Mm. That was a Christmas present. That was a Christmas present from uh, Mr. Uh, Geeky Bear. Uh, oh, pal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he plays that very character you just want to hate. Like, mm. He just laughs at random shit. He's like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Uh, some cream for you, weirdo. Um, and it's it, it's it's good wanting to see him fail at his mission, mm-hmm. especially when he's just so bad at like covering every his tracks and everything. Like it's so obvious that he's fucked with something, and yet, mm. it, and obviously, so he doesn't get away. He gets munched by a Dilophosaur in quite a, a very small, <laughs> quite a cool scene. And it's just built up so well mm. to the fact that he gets in the truck and it's like. Hey, I'm actually in the truck with you. And he's like, oh, fuck me. Also, <laughs> um, you have the hunter character. <clears throat> uh, the British guy. The <laughs> British guy, yes. Uh, fucking, I can't remember his name. Top of the go. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he plays, that, he plays that hunting role pretty mm. much like you, you'd expect from that type of character. And then lastly... Oh, sorry, I've got the lawyer. There's not too much to talk yeah. about him. He's just a lawyer. He dies, he, he, he dies on the shitter. He's the Elvis Presley of lawyers. Mm. Um... And obviously, then lastly, you got a, uh, you know, our favourite character, yeah. uh, the, the, the pinnacle of human fitness and attraction, <laughs> uh, Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum, the legend that is Jeff Goldblum. He's just, he's just like his character is so not fitting for like the scenario, and yet he makes you it's love just the character. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> he literally just plays Jeff Goldblum. Like you got all these other characters that. You go, oh yeah, that makes sense him being there. Yeah. The lawyer makes sense being there because he's trying to make sure everything runs smoothly. Uh, you've got this, the archaeologist there, mm. dinosaurs. And he's got, as as uh, John calls him, you br- I brought the archaeologists. You so brought you brought, I brought the scientists. You brought a rock star. <laughs> he's, he's the best fucking character. Like, I mean, he rocks up in like a fucking yeah. leather jacket. Well, they're all there, like work Shorts attire. And, all, like, and he's there in his leather jacket, mm. fucking shirt slightly unbuttoned. It's like... Oh. Pure Jeff Goldblum. They're all like fucking. Oh my god, to try Sheratop. I'm gonna go over there. He just like he just pops up. <laughs> he literally just he literally just pops up at one point, which is as we said was quite funny. Like everyone jumping out of the car, mm. seeing his Triceratop. He's still in the car by himself, talking to himself, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, he just appears. He's like, oh, you always like this. <laughs> it's like what? But, I mean. It's not the brightest of it. I find it funny. He's so smart in the fact that he's doing this chaos theory, mm. and yet he's so dumb when it comes to the T Rex paddock scene where Alan's just lured the T Rex away through his flare. T Rex is distracted by the flare, and yet he's just lit a flare in the car, <clears throat> in the car, and then waving it in front of the T Rex, even though it's already distracted. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I'll give him cojones. He was brave for the fact that he's like, get the kids out of there. Yeah, that's, that's a knight in shining armor there. Mm. But, and he's also just. Dumb for the fact that he. But he's allowing it. 
Yeah. This Jeff Goldblum, he's allowed everything. And then he ends up causing the lawyer death because him doing the distraction knocks him into the toilet, which knocks everything down, leaving the lawyer on the toilet to get eaten while taking a shit. Fuck that lawyer, though. <laughs> well, I know, he was someone who was like, instantly like, mm. he, was, he was kind of reminded of you, instant mindset of, <laughs> we can make money off this, you know, the merchandise. Money. <laughs> the ex- ex- exhibits. Yeah, but what about the non-rich like, people? You can do a coupon day. Money. <laughs> That's what I mean. Money of you. Money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, fucking Jeff. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's what well, I, I love. Obviously, when they find him and he's they just leave him alone in the car. He's like, yeah. I want to get out of here. Come on, guys, I want to get out of here. He's like. I'm scared right now. <laughs> that's, uh, that's heavy footprint. So can we get out of here, please? Just drive, drive fifth gear, fifth gear, falls on the gear. That's get off a, the bloody stick. That's a, a shockwave right there. I mean, to, to oh. <laughs> it's the bit as well. It cracks me when someone's going on. It instantly just cuts to him lying there shirtless. Mm. And it's just like, wait, you got all this going on here. And then it just cut to him. It's lying there. He's top open. It's fan service. Call. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we, we both said the early on scene when uh, Alan's on the uh, the up listening to it. Just, all we could think of was that uh, gif of uh, that scene but with Jeff Goldblum inside the Triceratops. <laughs> the perfect gif, that is. Um, oh, it's just... It's such an iconic movie mm. out that you can just find. And it's no wonder that it's still going to today. The fact that we're getting... In uh, two months' time, Jurassic World Dominion, mm. the end of the Jurassic saga, uh, and the beginning of a new saga. Prehistoric Park. <laughs> yes, Prehistoric Park now. Um, it's just, it's such a good ongoing storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, everything sprinkled within <clears throat> is something that's eventually brought back later when the franchise mm. got rebooted. Like, well, reborn, sorry. Like, uh, obviously, you got Doctor Wu. That's someone you see, you're like, oh, it's just like a minor character who's just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm the, sort of the one who's doing all this here. And then he just goes out of it, but then he pops back up in Jurassic World like, oh, yeah, I've built all this. And yet then it's revealed that, spoiler alert, even though we're yeah. not doing Jurassic World now, um, obviously he's like, oh, yeah, he's the villain. He's like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, such a minor role in movie one. And yet he's a villain on the fourth film. Mm. Onwards, like he's the villain of the Jurassic World saga. Like, cause if you think about it, there's no real overall villain of the first three. It's not really like a connected story, essentially. Mm. In the first three, it's more just, like just different moments. Yeah, there's callbacks to each one, but there's not really connected story. Yeah. Whereas Jurassic World, it's an actual connected, ongoing story. Mm. Like everything's intertwined, and obviously mm. now that it's bringing in the past to help more with the present, which mm. is pretty cool. Like Jurassic Park's more the concept of dinosaurs are real now, and focusing on individual characters. We get set up the first characters in this film. Second one focus more on Malcolm, and the third one we focus more back on Alan again. Like it's focusing, yeah, all these and obviously the la- latter trilogy, mm. uh, Jurassic World trilogy is more focused on the the obviously consequences on a more global mm-hmm. scale and. Just obviously a franchise on a, a bigger scale in general. Because Jurassic World's basically just Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Fallen Kingdom is basically just Lost World. Obviously Dominion's going to be the odd one because it's basically not JP3. Because mm-hmm. it's completely different. Because JP3 is just <clears throat> them going back to the Lost World. But with yeah. different characters. So it's more folk, like 
these three are more focused on the islands themselves, whereas the new ones are more focused on off the island. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it starts with the island, it's got to build up to it, but then it's more focused on dealing with the consequences of, okay, what if they get off the island? Because mm. this, this never really touches upon that. This touches upon... But it does, it does technically, because there's, there's a failsafe. Just in case anything goes wrong, yeah. But they, I mean, they, they get off the island, there's a failsafe. Is they obviously, it's, ne- it's never a hundred... Mm. Other than a lost world at the end, it's never really fully touched upon what if they get off the mm. island? What can happen if they, they run right elsewhere? And obviously, Jurassic World is more something that's dealing with that heavily. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it is, basically. It's Dominion is set with the world, basically, the dinosaurs living within the world. Which is kind of cool. <laughs> also scary as fuck if that was mm. this, this actual world. Walking out your house in the morning, got a cup of tea in you and a fucking T-Rex is on. Oh, fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> I prefer like in Planet of the Apes to this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'd prefer to be a slave to an ape uh, yeah. in a suit of armour than uh, eaten by T-Rex. <laughs> um, one thing I do like, though, is obviously the reference to obviously, the <laughs> animatronics. Like, when um, they're on the ride at the start, when it, as you said, this heavily looks like a, a park ride when they're mm-hmm. going around, and they've got the railings on, they're going around, the safety mm. bars, sorry. And it's the one the the lawyer's like, oh, these are these animatronics. And it's like, no, they're actual people, you mm. moron. And I instantly was like, oh, that's kind of a reference to Westworld, which is also by Michael Crichton, which is pretty cool. Um, which is quite funny. You're making an ape reference because Michael mm-hmm. Crichton also did Congo, which is about killer apes, mm. which is okay. quite which is quite uh, funny uh, that you made that connect- reference there without even realizing the connection. Mm. Um, it's, oh, there's just so many good things about this movie. Definitely loads. I'm, I'm, my mind's just trying to pick mm. out the good bits. I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. I need to talk about that. Mm. Um, oh, let's talk about the really like over the top 70s, 80s fucking security system this park has. I mean, as you said, why not have like the simplest of systems where you can like simple see database. simple database, mm. and yet they've got this convoluted system which is proven like. Oh, this is fucking us with the whole. Oh, uh, we need to lock this door. Hold on, I'm gonna have to go for the entire system to find where the lock is. Oh no, that's the chemistry. No, nope, that's not mm-hmm. what I want. Oh, there yeah. it is. Press the wrong one. I'll wait five minutes for the fucking. Get exactly. It's screen. like why build it like that? It's just like it's so stupid. Mm. But then again, you got you got you got to build the tension for the audience. Like mm-hmm. shit, are they gonna do it? Are they not gonna do it? What's going on here? I mean, the film has everything that. Most Spielberg films tend to have. Mm-hmm. It's got the adventure side of it. Uh, it's got the action side of it. Um, it's got the great character side of it. Mm-hmm. The great the music. The family dynamic. Mm. Um, it's also got uh, animatronics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was the one I was going to say? Uh, it was the first thing I was going to roll off my tongue and I fucking forgot it next. I went for everything else instead. Fuck, should have that first. Um, no, it's gone. Mm. It was such a good point as well, it's gone. Fuck it, carry on. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just... Oh, pure perfection. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of going to spoil my rating at the end, but I mean, this is literally my top ten films of all time. Definitely. It's like, so up there, it's mm-hmm. just really fucking good, which kind of does spoil the free rating I want to <laughs> give at the end of this. Um... But still, fuck me, it's just—it's mm. so good. I do like the fact as well that it's not a franchise that's been milked to death. It's something that's been spread out across years. Because I mean, the next mm. one's ninety-seven. The one after that's like two thousand one, 
then after that it was like 2015 mm. uh 2018 and then 2022 so it's not something that has been churned out year after year or, mm. or every two years it's something that's actually had like time to breathe and come out naturally rather than be rushed out and made a mess like every single transformer films basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i mean you look at that for example i mean what was the first one 2007 mm. then it was 2009 then it was like 2011 and 2014 then 2017 mm. they're pretty much churned out left right and and it's ironic you brought that it's funny you brought that up since obviously spielberg was producer on those mm. so it's funny you brought that up um but it's just something that was churned out churned out where this hasn't been i mean it's on six installments yeah that's quite a few installments, but it's over the course of what, uh, <clears throat> just, just in the twenty years? No, just in the thirty years. Sorry, because mm. what ninety three? Yeah, just in the thirty years, isn't it? Thirty years next year, isn't it? Yeah. Surprised they didn't want to leave Dominion to next year as an anniversary. I mean, they could have, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that would have made a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Like, the, especially bringing everyone yeah. back, the anniversary be next year. Damn, they missed out on a fucking good, like, cash grab there. Unless they got, like, a, an uncut version for the 30, 31. I think it's just the fact that it's uh, technically mm. meant to be out next, last year, so it's kind of, they kind of need to get it out before that anyway. Um, but I do like, it's a good benchmark to start with, this is. Yeah, a lot of them don't reach this standard, mm-hmm. but it's a good way to kick off a franchise, I mean... It, you got obviously six movies, including this one, at, mm-hmm. at the end of this year. You've got uh, your video game from Telltale. Uh, you got your the park building games, mm-hmm. uh, the Rush World Evolution ones, one and two. Um, you've got your Camp Cretaceous Netflix animated series. Um, I think you had some arcade games. Mm. I remember uh, when you used to get to Blackpool. Something used to be arcade games, like the shooting ones with the Raptors. Mm. Um, you got a few old console games as well. Um, I'm trying to think what else you got. Uh, it's just there's a lot this spawned, and it's no surprise that it spawned mm-hmm. it because how iconic the movie is. Um, because it's just pure enjoyment, mm. pure adrenaline, definitely. And it's two hours. I mean, every film in the franchise is basically two hours long, apart from mm-hmm. the third one, and it it deserves that two hours because the build up. There's the, the shock and awe of, oh, it's a dinosaur. Fuck. Mm. Like, you're seeing it from their point of view. Like, the f- instant shot of, obviously, uh, Ellie having her head turned and they're all like, they're moving her oh, herds. Whoa, mm. whoa, whoa. And there's Malcolm's like, huh, crazy son of a bitch. Mm. Like, like, that, I do like that because, like, it starts off, you don't see dinosaurs. Yeah. It's more of, like, it's... It hyped up a bit more. I mean, you don't even see the raptor straight away. You no. just see like, the eye. You see someone dying. and then... You see like, the eye of the raptor, that's mm. it. You don't really see anything. Like, the first dinosaur you see is the brachiosaurus. Yeah. Like, the proper visual is brachiosaurus, which are, mm. yes, digital. Uh, the first like uh, physical one you see, mm. isn't it? The uh, Triceratops. The first like actual yes. animatronic. Well, you see the baby raptor. Baby raptor. Yeah. I wouldn't really like the big... Holy shit, that's a big motherfucker. It would be the Triceratops. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it'd be the Triceratops. It's mm. the big one you see first. Uh, and then, obviously, this builds up them with, obviously, the uh, T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And then so on and so forth until everyone's loose and it's all, like, well, shit hit the fan. <laughs> free for all. Mm. Let's just fucking go for it. Like, there's no stopping this now. Everyone's colliding. And 
Yeah, it, it's just so different to the book. Like when I listened to the book and I was like, mm. yeah, it's better than the Jaws book was to Jaws. Uh, but obviously it's still nowhere near this because it's just the idea of, yeah, I feel like if you read the book first and then watch the film, it's one of those things of, oh, I didn't capture that right. Oh, I didn't do that instead. Yeah. But for the fact is something you, when you watch this film, like fucking millions of times, like I have, ironically, millions, mm. millions of years, dinosaurs. <laughs> so funny. Um, not really. Um, like when you've watched this film so many times, you know these character traits and you listen to like their book versions. It's like, mm-hmm. it's shit really. Like, I mean, Malcolm is not the same as he is in this, but you can't capture Jeff Goldblum. No, no one Unless you use a tranquilizer dart and some netting. We've tried. We've tried, and even that, he still gets out of it. He's too powerful. He's, he's too powerful. He's a god. It's like Nicolas Cage and uh, Danny DeVito. They're just gods. You can't capture them. Mm. Um, but it's just weird. Obviously, it's weird just listening to their book versions and being like, oh. Like, the fact I said to you, uh, Jeff Goldblum's character dies in the book, Ian does. And it's like, what? It's like, hey, the fuck? Yeah. I swear, I swear Hammond kicks a bucket in the, in the book as well. Hmm. There's, there's quite a few deaths. I mean, the only ones that I come off the top of my head that do make it out are obviously Ellie, Alan, mm-hmm. and the kids. That's the only ones I can remember off the top of my head that can make it out. And obviously, there is a lot that isn't in the book. That isn't so. That's in the book. That's not in the film. I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. I would like to see that. There's a whole because it's actually referenced in the movie. Uh, they reference a uh, a water uh, like a water ride sort of thing, and it, that's in the book. Uh, the kids and obviously Alan get onto like this, uh, the water and basically just have to travel down obviously the lakes and that in mm. the park and the, the first T-Rex chasing them like it's paddling after them and uh, it keeps going after them it keeps hunting them mm-hmm. like it's specifically hunting them which obviously isn't touched upon here because every time you run into the T-Rex it's more of just accidental apart yeah. from the first scene like uh, when you, you see them with the Gallimimus that's just accidental like mm-hmm. it wasn't after them it just it was after the game Yes. Yeah. And then at the end, it just appears and attacks the raptors. It was never hunting them. Mm. Raising the book, it was basically kind of after them. Like, it was kind of uh, stalking them. Mm. A bit like uh, Jaws in a... Oh, Bruce Shark in Jaws. Like, it was going after the boat. It was hu- hunting them on the boat. It was like that. It was kind of going after... Con- constantly going after them. Mm. I can't remember what the fucking ride's called, though, off the top of my head. It does reference it in the film. Uh, but it's kind of upsetting that you don't get to see that here. Mm. Like that would have been really cool, like a sequence. But then again, t- uh, budget. I mean, yeah, it's a big budget, but I mean, it's going to be a lot of special effects for that whole sequence. Yeah, and you got two, you got two film already, so it's kind of the point of you're probably not even going to fit that into your movie. Mm. Uh, which is a shame though, because it would have been quite cool to see like a T Rex trying to swim after him. Like that would have been quite cool. I don't know how they would have done it though. What do you mean? It probably would have been. Would it have been like animatronic or CGI? Oh, it would have been CGI. That definitely, that mm. definitely wouldn't have been animatronic. There's no chance in hell they would have been able to pull that off. So it's kind of also glad that they didn't do it because that would have been, it probably wouldn't look that good. Mm. Just, just like most of the animatronics. I mean, CGI in the movie. Animatronics look great. CGI mm. not so good. Uh, I think the only shot of CGI that really looks good is the T Rex shot when it first bursts out mm. of the enclosure. That's probably the one. Because of how dark it is. Yeah. It one great it. shot of CGI. And then I feel like personally. <laughs> The, not the first Brachiosaurus, so the ones when it zoomed out into the Paris Redifice, because that is kind of blurred in general. It doesn't mm-hmm. look too bad of CGI effects on all of them, because it's a distant shot, and mm-hmm. it's kind of blurred. Other than that, most of the CGI does look a bit dicey, but again, oh. 90s, mm. it's old, you can let it slide, it's not too much of an issue to 
figure that. Um, what else? Uh, I do obviously because the fact that he's fucking PG. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of your deaths have to be off screen, or in ways where it's like, yeah, that's not going to get us a twelve rating because mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to make its money that they wanted to make, and. I feel like most of the deaths are basically the exact same. The only exception is probably the lawyer death. Oh, yeah. When he's in the toilet. You see, you see mm. pick him up and eat him. That's probably the only exception. I mean, Nedry dies in the car. You just see the car shaking. And then the hunter dies in the, uh, basically the grass. Mm. You get any whatnot. Um, and then the fucking, you know, obviously Sam Jackson's character just dies off screen. Like, mm. the biggest star of the movie. And you don't even get to see him die on screen. You just see a hand flop down. And Ellie's like, oh, there you are. We found you. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, he's, 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 why would he like just touch you back? Why wouldn't he go, mm. Ellie, there's a raptor in here. Hold on to your butt. <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Or I'll do it for you. <laughs> That's where the hand came up. <laughs> but obviously, it's just weird that he got the off screen there. Then again, mm. uh, we've already seen him die to CGI before in Deep Blue Sea. Uh, very bad CGI. Again, 90s, you get that slide a little bit. <laughs> well, Sam Jackson likes to die to movies with bad CG, doesn't he? Mm. Hmm. But yeah, it's just that I don't have any complaints whatsoever mm-hmm. about Jurassic Park. Mm. There's nothing to complain about. It's just, I mean, I've got the dinosaur bones all over my shirt. I've got a really cool raptor skeleton <laughs> on my shirt. It's just. It's just like the fanboy in me. Just, mm. I feel like it's just because I love for dinosaurs. I mean, we've kind of always loved dinosaurs. I mean, fucking reach down and grab it and not knock anything over. Reach over the T-Rex. I mean, I've got the Jurassic Park visual novel. Oh. Well, visual history, which covers one, two, and three. It doesn't cover Jurassic World. That's a different book entirely, which mm. isn't out yet. Um, but yeah, and it obviously just covers like <clears throat> all the the shit from it like Nedry's just some guy with a hat in the book <laughs> uh, it covers like characters wait it's Jeff in the book I haven't fully read this book yet. Well, I haven't, fu- I haven't what the fuck I got John Hammond in the book looks so weird looks like oh it's that fucking director a bit of a nonce no, I can't think oh is that is that all he gets that little tiny oh there he is smiling away in the book there's a script in there as well. I haven't fully, I haven't fully read the book. Uh, Please, that scene's in there. Which scene? The shirtless. The, the, yeah, the shirtless one. I don't know if it is or not. In better way. I got the raptors. I got the Gallic Mimus. I don't know if it is Hayden. Bastards. It is pretty cool. I mean, it's showing like how the raptors, mm. like the animatronics, were doing. Like, it's actually people in the suits. Hmm. That's pretty cool. I mean, a lot of the shots are like animatronics, but obviously when they're moving, they've mm. got to utilise people, haven't they? Very young Steven Spielberg. Like puppets, man. Yeah, more like uh, basically like pu- oh, That's cool. Mr. DNA! <laughs> uh, I don't think it is. Bastards on the screen? No, they've got Fat Nedry, the Hunter. No, I don't think it is Hayden, sadly. Dickers. Get some nuts. <laughs> oh, sorry. Snickers, get some nuts. Yeah, I get right. Not stickers. 
Nah, that's, that's strange. Said JP two. Bullshit. Well, I can print you a picture instead if you want. If that helps. Perfect. Um, but yeah, obviously, yeah, I got on the floor. I got the T Rex, which I used to tease this podcast with when I did the podcast of Alex. Mm. I asked him if he wanted to tease at the next one. I got a T Rex up. <laughs> uh, seem to be shocked that I actually own a toy T Rex. It's me for fuck's sake. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to own a toy T Rex. Uh, there's obviously I got the you got the, other, other merch. I got is the Funkos mm. uh, of uh, Alan Jeff. Hey, Jeff's in there somewhere. He's in the mm-hmm. on the cabinet somewhere behind us. Um, obviously, I've got fucking obviously Jurassic World ones. I've got obviously uh, Claire and Pratt's character. Fucking what is his name? I'm watching the film and it's already I've, the name's already like forgotten in my head. Uh, Owen. Owen. I said his name at the start, and I don't know if I can. Where is it in my head? Oh, I don't know. Pull up. I do have a... Oh, she's in the other room. I do have Ellie mm. in, the, in the Jeep. The iconic Jeep. And also I have Jeff Goldblum over there. He's like a different statue entirely. With mm-hmm. a flare. He's a very dumbass uh, approach trying to save people. Um, it's, that, that kind of shows how much I love Jurassic Park, doesn't it? Mm. Just all the merchandise I own. And all the t-shirts I own a bit. Damn, I love Jurassic Park. I love it too much. It's, I, I think it's just because I love dinosaurs. I've always <laughs> loved dinosaurs. Ever since that <laughs> Disney film, Dinosaurs. Mm. If you remember that, that old Disney one from like early 2000s. I think I did. The one where the dinosaurs talked. Uh, I think the kind of is the villain of that one. Mm. I haven't seen that film for years. I kind of want to watch it. Um, but ever since that, I just, I just love dinosaurs. Jurassic Park helps more. Going to watch uh, Walking With Dinosaurs live. Mm. That was fucking good. When they had the fucking uh, puppets and the animatronics <clears> there. <throat> that was fucking great. Prehistoric Park. Prehistoric Park, that, mm. that's like something we both love. It's a budget version. The but... budget version of Jurassic Park. Um, it's just, I feel like that's mm. like what helps me love dinosaurs so much. Mm. Just everything, and especially this franchise, because of this movie. Yeah. It's like it's one of the many films that have built me over the years to be this sort of pop culture mm. nerd. I mean, uh, like this film popularised the Raptors. It made them one of the top five like dinosaurs. I mean it's got to like popularise dinosaurs even more mm, definitely if you think about it I mean a lot of people seeing this as kids in the 90s would be like in shock and awe mm. especially when not just the special effects ones like the actual practical ones where people be like mm. whoa I honestly would have loved to have seen this film like, when it first came out but I was not even born <laughs> I was nowhere near the length of being born so it's kind of like the, the shame of oh. and again it makes me not old so true there is that. Then again, I am like 24 in like a day's time. Damn it, I'm old. And I can feel it as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, fuck me. Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss is film. Definitely. Chef's Kiss and 10 out of 10 Goldblums. Oh yeah. That, that's what I was going to say. Um... <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna. It's, it's, I think it's very simple the rating for this. Mm-hmm. I feel like me personally, I've got to give yeah. it the Dragon's Egg, which is a ten out of ten, because it's just great. And I'm, I'm feeling mm. like we're on the same la- wavelength here. Ten goblins and a possible ten goblins. It's the only it, way to explain it. It's just pure mm. perfection. Uh, I think it might have been comedy. I might need to mention when I was doing the list of Spielberg stuff. I don't know if I mentioned comedy in that. Oh. I think that was the one I was trying to think of. Mm. I don't know why it slipped my mind. 
because I mean it is quite a funny film. <clears throat> I mean the electric wire scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the eh, 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 didn't say the magic word. The John Hammond talking to John Hammond talking to John Hammond talking to John Hammond talking to John Hammond. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Jeff Goblin with nipples out. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Also very erotic. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're going to bring back some old segments here. So it's like oh, yeah. <laughs> Chat Cave MVP. Also, it's the Chat Cave now MVP oh, awards. Um, I'd be give for the best character <laughs> in the movie. It goes to acting, it goes to how great they are, how well they just in general are in this movie, and how much they stand out. And it's very simple. Hayden, take it away. Jeff Goldblum. Just, just Eddie Jeff Malcolm, Goldblum. yes. He's just... He, he, he stands out the most because he, he doesn't fit in the movie whatsoever. But he's the fit, best. It, it's funny. He plays... Obviously, he plays a scientist in Independence Day, mm. which probably would suit this movie more, that sort of scientist character, yeah. than this... Rock star, flirting with, flirting with all of them. Even she like, yeah. he just flirts with a uh, uh, fucking Ellie the entire mm. time. He's like, "Hey, put this water on. I'm just, I'm just, just, just rubbing your yeah. arm. Just look what happens." Chaos theory. He's <laughs> like, not, not, not trying to touch you up or anything. Chaos theory. He's just so fucking good. Mm. And this, I feel like this is what makes love Jeff Goldblum even more. Started it. It started it. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so who would you give the runner up to? I would say Alan. Yeah, I was I was thinking the same mm. thing because I mean he's the one that's on screen the most. He's the main character, really. And there's a lot mm. of character building in there, character development. Mm. The fact that he starts off not really liking kids, the fact that he basically the whole sequence mm. of a uh, Tim coming up to him and smiling at him is like trying Fuck to off. trying to yeah, <laughs> basically get out of here. And at the end, like he's on the yeah, handcuffs, yeah, got birth and yeah, he's like really being like a dad. Yeah, he's basically he's basically good from. Someone who hates kids to becoming a dad at the end. And we'll never see that plot point again. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, him and they don't make it as far as mm-hmm. JP3. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. Uh, Sam Neill as Alan Grant. Runner up. Uh, okay, favourite moment is uh, something else I want to bring back. I think for me, it's the first time you actually see the dinosaur. The Brachiosaur scene. Yeah. When they're doing the head Because it's a slow build-up. The, you see their reactions first when before they you actually see it. Exactly when like the mm. like collapse on the floor, Alan's just like walks back when he turns around, he's just like Yeah. He just falls in the, on the floor and uh John Hammond's there like Welcome to Jurassic Park Fucking like Jeff like crazy son of a bitch <laughs> It's all perfectly built up. Like, and it's well reacted. Mm, definitely. It'd be a bit weird if it was like, Whoa like, You I can love... see the real mm. emotion within him. I mean, even the bit later on with the mm. triceratops when Ellie's crying her eyes out because yeah. she's touching the triceratops. And he's just like... You can see the... You can see he's, jo- he's very joyful. You can see the real emotion mm. in that sequence. Yeah, the CGI may not be great, but... I, I, their I, acting's brilliant. Their, their mm. acting is spot on, and it's a very iconic shot of the Brachiosaur mm. standing up, which is something that yeah. comes back in Fallen Kingdom. Something they bring back years mm. later. It's a very iconic moment. I like how, at the start, she's more excited about the, the, like, the leaf. It's like This is like an extinct... like. Leaf. Yeah, obviously he's like since the Cretaceous period, and he's just like, oh my god, and then she's like, yeah, it's brilliant, and the music hits, so like the music makes it even better. The music starts hitting, it's like because we're like, what they're looking at? Because we haven't actually, yeah, we don't see what they're looking at. No, yeah, these are dinosaurs. Like, it's never really been mentioned that it is going to be a dinosaur park. park. It's literally just been like, a oh, it's just in your warehouse. Literally, that's all he says, mm. and it's just like, okay, so what's this about then? I think it's like an archaeology kind of like yeah, like maybe like a like a na- natural history sort of museum, mm. but on a bigger scale. 
Yeah. Like, that, that or like a dinosaur museum, but it shows fossils. Yes, that's what I mean. Like a bigger mm. scale version of like a natural history museum. Yeah. It's a massive version of it. Like you, you can, it's all placed around like bones outside mm. and what, like something like that. But I, I, do, I do agree with that. It's not my favourite scene, but I do agree mm. it's definitely an iconic shot because of the acting, the mm. music. And of course, it's got the most iconic line of the film. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Uh, oh. <laughs> what would I give? There's a couple of scenes I can give a shout out to. Uh, the end scene with the mm-hmm. T-Rex with the, the banner the pulling shot. down. The money shot. The money, the money shot, which mm-hmm. is currently on the Blu-ray mm-hmm. case. Uh, yeah. Uh. The money shot of... Uh, the, the, the T-Rex and the killing the raptors. Mm. That was just great. Um, obviously, the the scene within the kitchen, that's very iconic. Mm. But if I was to give it to a moment, it would have to be the hunter scene. Mm-hmm. When he's lining up his shot, he's sweating his bollocks off, yeah. getting his gun ready, lines up a shot on the raptor, raptor pokes his head out next to him and he just goes, clever girl. Not just because that iconic piece of like line mm-hmm. but the fact that when it jumps on him it's not a cgi raptor it's obviously the actual mm. obviously the obviously the, the puppeteer one just jumping like that is like so fucking mm. great because i love a movie when they utilize animatronics and puppet, mm-hmm. puppeteering to make it, it like just to, so they don't have to fully use cgi and it's just the fact that that's the only death you really see on screen as well like mm-hmm. you know, apart from obviously the, the lawyer death which is pretty much grab go off this you actually see the raptor like Mm. On him, fully like ravaging him, like that is just so well done. And honestly, on t- I say on top of that, you have the iconic line of "clever girl," yeah, because he's realised that he's gone from being the hunter to being the hunted mm. because he's just been taken out by the thing that he's kind of dreaded the most. Because I mean, he's the he's yeah, he's like the war- the warden of the place, yeah, but he's also like the one who's kind of also constantly going. These raptors are smart. He needs to be careful mm. of these. He spends he spends the entire film hyping them up. Yeah, because I mean, the first so he's in this first sequence when the raptor gets that guy, mm. and he's like, "Shoot her, shoot her," which again is another iconic yeah. scene which I can want to mention. And he's explaining like how they're learning. The yeah, to Alan when he's when he's saying that, and the bit when that's even um, they realise all the powers have gone down in the raptors are free. You know, it's even Ned, Ned Nedry is not, not smart. Yeah, he's not dumb enough to mess with them, mm. and yet he's messed with them, uh, and he got himself killed by a Dilophosaur. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's got it's got to be the clever girl scene because that is. I like about that was also foreshadowed as well. Yeah, and obviously when Alan's talking to that kid, it might or might not be Owen. They're like, "Hey, you're staring it right in the eye," and that's when they attack not from the front, but from the sides, and that's literally what happens. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's. Just... Mm. It's spot on. It's just so great. Uh, there's literally nothing I can say mm. bad about this movie apart from CGI, which I'd let I'd let slide yeah, because of the even time. Even then, it might be bad now. But back then, you'd the be like, time. "Whoa, fuck yeah. me! That was incredible!" Like that type of, that yeah. type of scenario. Yeah, it's like at the time, I was like watching fucking Endgame or Avatar. Yeah, which like, is like more the, CG. Mm. It's like the best. Whereas now you're watching, it's like. Now we've seen so much good technology. Yeah, it's just going back to it. It's like, damn, that, that doesn't hold up as well. Mm. But again, you can let it slide because it's pre two thousand. Then again, anything pre Avatar, really, you can let slide with CGI mm. because that is when it peaked CGI, and ever since then, it's you get rarely get a film where it, obviously it's mm. terrible. Like that utilizes heavily CGI. It's terrible. Yeah, 
some here and there, but most big budget ones tend to be mm. top notch. So yeah, there's nothing really bad you can say that it is. But it's got Jeff Goldblum in. Fucking Jeff Goldblum. Uh, right. Uh, for what? If we uh, cream our pants over Jeff Goldblum anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, put your thoughts and like. comments in the, the comment section below. Mm. Do you like Jurassic Park? Do you not like Jurassic Park? Are you looking forward to Dominion in uh, June? Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you think Jeff Goldblum, do you think Jeff Goldblum is fit? We do. Yeah, just drop 10 Goldblums in the comments below. Mm. <laughs> um, but next week, Connor is back. Uh, I do mm. have an idea what I'm talking to him about. I forgot to talk to him the other day because I, I actually haven't seen him in a lot recently because mm. how it works. Let's split us apart. I wonder why. Let's <laughs> split us apart and made us lazy. I'm too busy banging and split them <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I do have a good idea for that. But uh, obviously you'll be back uh, mm. to continue... After that, uh, the Jurassic Park mm. one, because we are going to try and sit through every entry so to build up to Dominion, and then obviously we'd have to wait then to the digital release of Dominion to talk about that, because obviously I'll go and watch it, but you probably won't until mm. I put it on for you. So yeah, we're going to sit for them. So obviously next one you're on would be The Lost World. Again, never Jeff Goldblum one. Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening to us. Uh, mm-hmm. You can check this out uh, on most of your... <clears throat> Platforms for podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, yada, 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 yada. Um, I say like and comment, and uh, thank you for joining me, Hayden, uh, to talk about and fangirl over a great movie. Uh, and we will see you next time. I'm off to have sex with Jeff Goldblum. But I want Jeff! <laughs> Bitch! <laughs>